Welcome to I Got Back Up, Getting Back Up With. I'm Talia Lazarus, the founder of I Got Back Up, and in August 2021, my life changed. I was in a road accident, which led me to 10 weeks of no walking, knee surgery that September, and then double knee surgery in February 2022. After learning how to walk again in my 20s, my journey took me through greatest highs and extreme lows. Everybody has a story, and everyone's story is different, but even in the smallest of ways, we can all relate. And as humans, we always talk about when someone is back up, or how, why, and when something happened. We tend not to discuss the middle part, the recovery, the journey, the darkness, and the continuous roller coaster of ups and downs. It's a taboo subject for most, but here it's not. You have the chance to change your story. So come face to face with your fears and step out into the unknown. You don't have to be ruled by those fearful and negative emotions anymore because there is so much beauty and adventure on the other side. You can face all your obstacles and walls with us and those around you. You are not alone. We are stronger together. Today I'm joined by Lily Metcalf. At age 14, Lily was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. As an aspiring footballer, this knocked Lily's confidence. She was embarrassed by her diagnosis and believed she wasn't good enough. Two years later, Lily now wants to inspire others with diabetes that it's not a big setback and you can continue to achieve your dreams. Now signing contracts with football clubs, Lily at the age of 16 has understood the importance of a forward and positive mind. And if you put your mind to anything, diabetes won't stop you from doing just what you want to do. So on today's episode, I'm with Lily. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. How old are you, Lily? I'm 16. 16. And what, so why are you here today? Uh, I'm here today to like uh, inspire other people with like disabilities just to keep going. Mm-hmm. So what, so kind of, do you want to tell me a little bit about your story then? Uh, so I was 14, uh, through lockdown I got uh, diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, mm-hmm. uh, play football, so I lost a bit of confidence and then I gained it again. Mm-hmm. So it made me more determined to like keep playing and not let it affect me. Yeah, yeah. So what was the kind of why did you lose the confidence, if you don't mind me asking? I think it was just giving me a bit of a setback. Yeah. You know, trying to like learn about it and then make sure I was all right myself and then and I lost a lot of weight as well, so yeah. It just gave me a setback, really. Yeah. So obviously with what you've been through, you want to help other, you know, other kids mostly that might be diagnosed with this as well. Yeah. And why why is it that you want to help others? It's just to not let them affect them, mm-hmm. really. They'll just like keep going as themselves. Yeah. And how did you find that you were able to get your confidence back then? Uh, just, my mum helped me a lot, to be fair. Yeah. She, and my, and my family, they were always there. They just said, don't let it control you, mm-hmm. in a way. So, yeah. I think that's the most important thing is it's, first of all, having, uh, it's having the support network around you, like you said, your mum and your family. But it is, it is the case of not letting it control you. Yeah. So how do you kind of how what are the methods and the techniques then that you've used since you know to get your confidence back and to to help you not let it control you? Uh, so I control it. So mm-hmm. to be fair, like it's like forward mind. Mm-hmm. So I'm a quite positive person. So I just I don't know really. It's just 
I won't let negative things affect me, really. Yeah. But that that's everything in itself. It's being positive, isn't it? Yeah. And I think to be 16 years old and to already have a mindset like that is amazing because that's the kind of mindset that people sometimes get a lot older in their life. So to have it at 16 years old is amazing. Yeah. I think the fact that you were so poorly as well, wasn't it? It was when, when you were diagnosed, you were always shutting down, wasn't it? You, you were sitting DKA. Um, so from going, from going in lockdown and being, you know, down and a bit depressed and not being able to go out yeah. to then feeling so poorly and then being rushed to hospital, it was a, it was a big shock. When, 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 you, when we just put it down to a being down kind of thing and, and not poorly. Um, so it, it was a mighty shock. Yeah. But in, in fairness, you took it on the chin, didn't you? And it was like, you've got to push forward. I mean, she was diagnosed 2021 mm-hmm. in February. Um, and you should have been playing at Man United in the March. But because she'd lost so much weight and muscle mass and... Obviously, it got put on the back burner, so that was a confidence knock. Yeah. Um, but then she got herself up, didn't you? Dusted yourself down and went in for trials. Um, and that's when you first trialed for Lance, wasn't it? And yeah. she got in. Um, and then this year, she went to RTCs and trialed for Leeds. Um, and she got a contract for 12 months with Leeds United, girls football okay. under 16s. Nice. That's amazing. So just to just to add um, for anybody that is wondering who the extra voice was, that was uh, Lily's mum, Lindsay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 of course, of course. But that's amazing that you were, you know, to be in that position and to go through what you went through. And like I said, at such a young age, and then to see where you are now and, and the contracts that you're getting and, the, and what you've been doing. Have you always wanted to play football? Yeah. Yeah. It's always been a dream. Yeah. 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 I started when I was eight. Uh, I want to play for England and you know make it pro. Yeah. So that that's the dream, isn't it? That's the big dream is yeah. to be able to play for England. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see you playing in the the Euros someday, right? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think what you've been able to show is is that you can have a dream, right? And whatever happens in your life, you know, no matter what age, you can come back from it. And obviously what you went through, like I said, being such a young age, you still pushed forward and look where you are today, which is amazing. Yeah. So, and how did you find, you know, if you don't mind me asking, how did you find that time kind of affected you Obviously, I understand physically, but affected you inside as well. It's quite scary, to be fair. Uh, you felt it was good enough, didn't you? Yeah. You can't speak. But yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she does get a bit nasty. No, she she thought she wasn't good enough. She thought, you know, there's not many sports people, type 1 diabetic. It's obviously... Obviously, you have your Paralympics and, you know, and things to, for people who've lost limbs and, and diabetes. I think a lot of people are not knowledgeable 
on type one they just think oh she's ate loads of sweets she's got diabetes and obviously there's such a vast difference between type one and type two we didn't even know um and again it's ignorance you know you you haven't got you haven't got a sticker on that says i'm a type one or you know if you break your leg you've got a cast haven't you and a crutch and and, and lily was quite embarrassed about being type one um, and it's like I said to her, you know, it's something that you're going to have to live with, you know. And and the advancing treatments from ten years ago is massive. Um, she's actually working with Diabetes UK on a youth project as well, um, you know, to encourage other children that it's not such a great big setback. You can achieve your dreams. Yeah. And this is, I think, why she's been more more focused and more determined because. It's not going to hold her back. It, it most definitely isn't going to hold her back. If anything, it's had the adverse effects and really pushed her forward. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's something that you've learned already is that something that most people or at the time you think is a setback, because I'm pretty sure, obviously, at the time you thought it was a complete huge setback. And like you said, you wouldn't be able to you know, follow your dreams. But instead, you've pushed forward and not only are you, you know, you are getting your dreams, but you're doing it in a completely different way. And you're also helping other people and sharing your story in ways that, you know, before you hadn't have done anyway. Yeah. No, I can imagine, of course, it'd be, it's, it's very scary. And your mum, your mum's actually hit the nail on the head when she said, not a lot of people know the difference. And you, when I know, you know, when you are growing up and you're younger and you hear someone has diabetes, you do just think they've had too many sweets. I, it's just for some reason it's just the thing that people think but actually it you know like your mum said it, it's completely different and you know to be you know someone in the sports world with diabetes and wanting to share your story is amazing and I hope as well as I'm sure you hope it inspires so many other people and especially kids but you know what it might not even be kids it could also be adults you know, because maybe this isn't something that a lot of adults even discuss. So it might not even be kids that you're inspiring. You could be inspiring adults as well. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. And that's like you said, that's everything that you want to you wanna do, um, you know, with what's happened. So what, you know, would you have a piece of advice for somebody that might have just found out, you know, that they have type 1 diabetes and you know, they, they, like you said, they lose their confidence and maybe they think they can't get their dream anymore. What what would you say to them? Uh, I'd just say them to keep going, uh, mm. put their mind to anything that they can do. Diabetes don't stop them from doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And they control diabetes and diabetes don't control them. Yeah, I like that part. That part is, uh, that last bit as well is, is amazing because it's, it's not, it's not letting what's going on control you um that's a very perfect way to say it so is there anything else that you want to you know talk about anything else you want to say anything else you want to share i just want to say a big thank you i really appreciate it oh of course don't be silly you've been inspired haven't you by reading about dan's trust Uh, again it wasn't something we'd really heard of but networking um, on diabetes pages and it was actually somebody that sent a link forward to Dan's Trust mm-hmm. so when you when we read the story um, it's amazing you know that somebody who, who did actually 
lose their life and inspire and want want to see kids with potential you know and help them towards reaching their goals it's it's a really good thing and it's something we'll promote in the future and as well as diabetes uk you know dan's trust is something that we will discuss when we go to groups with other kids and and teenagers yeah, Dan's trust is a uh, Dan's trust is amazing. So what what they are doing uh, for kids as well, it's it's a really amazing it's thing. Yeah, I think it 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 really it really makes kids not feel so alone with whatever they're going through. Yeah, I think it's a big, and I think as well, you know, through COVID and obviously we're three years down the line, and and a lot of, a lot of teenagers, I think, have felt quite isolated. Yeah, um, and like when Lily was diagnosed. Obviously, it was the height of the pandemic, so any groups that we had, we couldn't go and meet face-to-face. Everything was on Zoom. So from a dietitian to a clinician to a diabetic nurse, we had nobody, really. That that network was only via Zoom. It wasn't yeah. just somewhere you could go and see face-to-face and, and ask the questions. So obviously, we've reached out and looked at different things, and... And any child that does feel alone, you know, there there is there is people out there who've who've been diagnosed and they're at the same age or they're older, and you know, these kids are going to be angry and upset and frustrated, and it's not something, you know, like he's going to go away. But it's like Lily's always said from day one: I will control it, Mum. It will never control me. Lily plans to go to America. She wants a scholarship, and um, I'm not keen on it, if I'm honest. <laughs> Um, you know, and this is this is coming from a sixteen-year-old who has thought this way from being fourteen. She still wants to go out. She still wants to achieve. So you know, it doesn't matter what's thrown at you. You, you can get through it, and you, as long as you've got a good family network and a good bit of support, and I think that is essential for any child because a lot of kids, like Lily, didn't speak out, didn't really want to discuss it. It. it She's never really shown any emotion towards being diagnosed, you know, where a lot of kids obviously are the same or a lot of get angry, frustrated. You know, th- there is people out there and doing this with Diabetes UK now on the youth project side, you know, it's something else for her to network and, and hopefully we'll meet girls the same age and lads, same interests, where they can obviously build a bond yeah. And, and talk about experiences yeah absolutely and I think that's the thing is is you know whether it's one person two people whoever you meet in your life moving forward Lily you are gonna you know it's gonna be people that are on a similar journey to you but even people on a completely different journey and it might not even be people with um you know you know with you know the same as you that you inspire you could inspire people that have very different journeys and very different stories but you are a case of someone who is showing at such a young age as well that you're not going to let anything stop you and you are not going to give up, you know, whether it be America or not, you know, you are not going to, you know, you're not going to give up. And it's incredible that you already have that mindset after everything that you've already been through. Yeah. So you're inspiring me. (laughs) And no, really, you really, because, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of people don't, follow their dreams all the time they think they're too out of reach they think they're way too far away and then when they do have obstacles in their life that's a lot you I'm sure you know is a lot of the time when people give up 
or they mm. think it's I'm I'm going to stop here. But you know, if you want something so true, you you know you're just showing everybody just to keep going and to go and get it. I hope so. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So it's been it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you. Oh, of course. Thank you for joining. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to Lily and her mum, Lindsay, for joining me today. It's amazing to see how at only 16 years old, Lily has already adopted a forward-thinking mindset in following her own dreams, but wanting to inspire others too in multiple ways, from Dan's Trust and Diabetes UK. So remember, you control diabetes. Diabetes doesn't control you. But if you really think about it, that relates to all aspects of life. You're in control.